And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Episode 100 of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Well, if you're listening to this right after the game, uh, I'm recording this pretty much minutes after the Lightning won it in overtime. And uh, yeah, not a pretty one. But then again, so so far, are were any of these Lightning playoff wins pretty? I don't think so. I just, I mean, I mean, other than maybe the round robin games, all these lightning games have been just uh, nail biters and just, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I mean, it was, it's just been, it's just been one of those runs where the lightning. I mean, we've spoken about it uh, in length on past episodes throughout this whole run, all, all the way back to game one of the Columbus series. It was, you know, they're just doing everything they can to give the other team advantages. And now it's obviously not intentional, but the Lightning, this is the way they're playing right now. It's not going to be, it's not sustainable long-term, you know, long-term sustainable winning hockey you know they they need to something needs to change especially against a team like the Boston Bruins who are able you know they they're one of those teams that sticks around they don't they don't really push the pace what they do is they 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 wait they're a very patient team they wait for the other team to make um the mistakes and then they capitalize that those are the kind of opportunities the Boston Bruins thrive on um it's about probably 70% of you know how they score their goals um we'll get into that in just a little bit but first of all go ahead and like and subscribe to this show uh download all the episodes once they drop uh once you follow doesn't matter where you follow whether it's apple spotify stitcher google play wherever you follow them follow the show uh you'll get notifications as soon as the episode drops and then you'll be able to download uh, the episode you could go on the fr- on the fly with it, you know, go on the go on the run instead of you know having to, you know, if you're one of those people that has like a data package, but then again, who you know who has that these days? But anyway, uh, and then go ahead and follow the show's Twitter page, lo underscore lightning. You'll be you'll be receiving up to date news surrounding the show as to maybe change in schedules. Uh, sometimes, most times during the week, I'll be dropping episodes right after the game ends. Um, during the weekend, that's kind of hit or miss depending on you know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, I've been having a great time doing these post-game reactions. I wish I could have done this more during the regular season. I think maybe going into next season, that's something I'll definitely start doing more depending on if it's you know a pretty big you know notable win I mean every win is notable in some degree but anyway storylines going into this game uh McDonough's out 
Colburn and Shen are in. Um, not sure what's wrong with McDonough. We're probably never going to know, obviously, with the league's new policy on terms of player injury status, all that stuff. Um, I wouldn't, I can't imagine that it's COVID because the league would announce that, you know, they do have cases, but they don't. We The league hasn't had cases in some time, so that is a good sign. But uh, I think he's maybe a little banged up. And um, this was a good opportunity for Braden Coburn and Luke Shen to kind of get some time. Um, on the ice, especially against a team like Boston, that's kind of their physical style of play has really um, been missed. Uh, the Lightning, uh, Coburn and Shen haven't really played. They haven't played really. I think they played maybe in, they got some time in the round robin games and some in the exhibition game, but they haven't really played, I guess, a meaningful game, if you want to call it that, which these games obviously are, um, as opposed to what the round robin games were. They haven't played meaningful games since probably. March, which was probably that last Bruins game. Um, so, and they made a world of difference in this game. Um, Coburn really off off the bat as soon as the puck dropped, he was setting up a lot of chances, which was good to see. Uh, Shen was playing a very physical game along the boards, so um, that's the kind of play the Lightning really do need. Um, they really need their defensemen to be more involved in the game, and that's what we got out of Coburn, especially. Um, in this one, I mean, we've seen, we saw what Hedman did in game one, and he did that to some degree in this game as well, but, you know, not, you know, not like a two goal involvement like he did in game one. Um, I, I thought, you know, some of the things that from, I saw from Hedman tonight, uh, he was getting frustrated very early on, uh, especially some of the no calls, which were just, you know, at this point, I'm really, it's whatever. With the refs, I mean, if if they're not going to call something, they're not going to call something. I've I've come to terms with the fact that for whatever reason, um, the Lightning aren't just they're just not going to get calls. Um, that's just the point we're at right now. Um, you know, the no call on Chara hitting Kucherov's stick out of his hands, stick went flying up in the air, um, right in front of the ref. No call there. Just don't understand what went on. Um, through that referee's mind. Uh, refs decline, you know, and then on the first goal of the game, the refs declined to blow the whistle, uh, when, pl- blow the whistle, blow the play dead uh, when Vazzy smothered the puck. And, you know, chaos as it normally would ensues in front of the net. And then, you know, the puck ends up, you know, becoming free and getting by Vasilevsky. And that's how the Lightning, I mean, the Bruins get their first... Uh, you know their first goal of the game and that's just a crappy way to start off the game to really just ridiculous no calls from the refs um but you know what i can't really place too much on the refs because there was a lot of no calls i mean there's a lot of calls being missed all around there were some plays throughout this game in which the lightning could have gotten called for more penalties they only they only took three penalties so that was kind of sort of of an, of an improvement as to what we're normally accustomed now where they usually take about maybe four sometimes five um but yeah i i I mean this 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 play that led to the goal just had you know bad luck written all over it um lightning were in were in the zone on the attack and uh bogosian his stick just broke at the blue line and that's what started the whole rush which led to this ridiculous play um it is what it is um you know i was mad about it for about probably 
0.5 seconds after I sent my tweet about it. Um, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, I will be tweeting during, at some points during games. Uh, go to my Twitter page at APDENKR Danker on Twitter to follow me. Um, and, you know, go ahead and tweet to the the Locked On Lightning Twitter page as well. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, we, we love to be very interactive with our listeners. Um, and, you know, if you want to shoot me a tweet during the game as well about something um, that I said or, you know, that's going on, I'll get back to you guys right away. You know, I love hearing from you guys. Uh, yeah, so one nothing at this point, uh, but the Lightning end up scoring, you know, on a, uh, on a pretty good, you know, on a pretty good um, uh, goal that went through traffic from, you know, Corbin. Uh, Corbin, it wasn't, it wasn't on him, but wait, wait a minute. Boston challenged. The play was ruled off sides. Now, I mean, if you look at the replay, it was clearly off sides. But my issue is it's not, you know, some people were saying online, and I've seen this happen on multiple times, people kind of want the, 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 um, the offsides rule kind of changed, tweaked. Uh, regardless of what the rule is, no matter how ridiculous you might think it is, um, if you look at the replay, I don't understand what, you know, we, we all know the rule, though. The, the, the team, the, the Lightning at that point, needed to completely get back on sides. Now, some could possibly play the blame game on Barkley Goodrow. But the issue I have here, look at Braden Point. Now, I understand he's going off the ice for a line change. But you're still, you're, you're not even up to the blue line in the zone. And you're just gliding ever so carelessly during, you know, back to the bench. And it's, I, I don't understand. Um, you know, this was a potential, you know, he, unfortunately, you know, I've been saying how good and how great Braden Point has been throughout this whole playoffs. But he really, he really dropped the ball on this one. And, you know, that sometimes, you know, good thing the Lightning ended up winning this game but this could have been you know sometimes not in this game but in a future game you know I'm not saying this is going to be a repeatable mistake but this could have potentially been the difference between a win and a loss um and just it's just stuff like that you know it's 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 stuff like that where it's you know mental mistakes uh and that is a hundred percent a mental mistake I know you're you're tired from being on your shift and you want to go back to the ice, but get off the ice. Get get off the ice, go on the bench. You know the situation, okay? You need to have situational awareness. Uh and you know, it's whether it's poor puck management or it's you know, it's turnovers, you know, all that stuff and you know, just poor defense, lack of awareness, you know, stuff like what we saw tonight with the lightning just constantly letting Brad Marchand just park himself on the weak side of the net and then which led to his two goal performance which was just I, I I whether it's Vasileski or the forwards down low someone needs to put Marchand in check you know someone needs to put him on notice be like hey you want to come park yourself down here you're gonna get hit real hard for it I mean it, it's that's just you know they they can't be letting that happen if if the Lightning are gonna have are gonna let him do that all series and we saw it all of game one so this wasn't anything new you know and these teams know each other pretty well. They played each other multiple times during the regular season. 
if you look at the rosters top to bottom, it's not exactly a big turnover from the last three years. And, you know, not really Marshan's tendencies, you know, other than him, you know, being an absolute headache. But you know what he likes to do. You know what, how he likes to set up. Um, you, you know what, if you watch the film, you know that he's actually going to be, do, he's 100% going to be doing this, during, or he's going to be attempting to doing this, do this through the entire series. So they, they need to do a better job. They need, um, but you know what? It is what it is at that point. Um, one nothing, but Tampa started to pick it up. Um, Tampa did a good job continuing to get pucks on net. That's all you could do at that point until something gets in. Um, and then probably the goal of the playoffs, probably of the year, happened. Uh, Coleman, you know, Bogosian basically, um, Glory runs it down the ice, splits the defenders, uh, and as he's falling to the ice, throws it towards Coleman, who's behind the defense, and Coleman basically leaps forward um you know knocking it between halak's legs uh to tie the game great individual individual effort from bogosian on this um i've spoken in length how great zach bogosian has been when he's gotten the opportunity and you know i i've said it many times you know at the beginning when they said they were going to put him on the first line with headman i was very much against it but he's proven many people including myself wrong and he's totally earned himself a spot not only on the team for the rest of the playoffs at that at that first line but he's put himself into the into the conversation of being you know not only getting re-signed next year because he is uh ufa after this but he could possibly you know john ruda run for his money for uh you know the first line defenseman pairing with headman so yeah um you know i i just it was a good first period um, I would have liked, of course, to have seen the Lightning do better, you know, maybe come out on with with, you know, the lead going to the first intermission. But you know what? Um, that was the cards that Lightning fans were dealt. And, you know, I think out of everything that happened in that first period, they did a pretty good job. Um, so, yeah, uh, they go into the first intermission uh, tied at one. And yeah, we're going to talk about the second period in just a little bit, but let first, let's talk about one of our sponsors, rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks. Rockauto.com always has reliably low prices and... Same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I mean, we've spoken about this all the time. You know, why go to the store, um, have twice as much aggravation to spend just as more, just as more, maybe twice, maybe even triple more than you would get on rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on on how they, you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So let's talk about another one of our sponsors before we get into some of the other cool stuff, uh, action-packed stuff that happened in this game. Uh, let's talk about our one of our new sponsors, Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. 
But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can always prescribe real medication. It is simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a, get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED from the, all the comfort and privacy of your home. As a healthcare professional, we'll work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Get started. Getting started is just simple. Go to GetRoman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Rectile dysfunction used to be a tough tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to Roman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. To get approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. So the second period, uh, Tampa struggled with carrying the moment. You know, the, the one thing that I've spoken about on last, you know, a couple of the past episodes, I mean, basically the entirety of the Blue Jackets series was that Tampa would always end periods on pretty much a high note, but they would struggle with carrying that momentum. It seems like they would always end the period on about maybe a 90 or a hundred. And then they just, you know, most teams where you'd see kind of carry that over the lightning start from like a dead zero. It's almost as if they're just trying to feel things out again, you know, start the game. And it's, you know, that's not really something. I mean, we've spoken in length throughout, you know, all the things that the Lightning do that, uh, you know, they, they really shouldn't be doing that won't be really sustainable to, you know, long-term winning in the playoffs. So, you know, they need to do a better job with that. Um, but in this game, they did a pretty good job continuing to apply the pressure. Um, Tampa Bay finally draws their first penalty game after Morales slashing. Um you know, the good the part of this had to do with, you know, the morality slashing was that from puck drop tonight and they did this in their last game in the regular season against Boston, which um, I really wish they did throughout the whole Columbus series and especially in game one against Boston, is that they really were starting to get under Boston's skin and that's what really um, you know, kind of resulted you know, that's what the, the slashing penalty really resulted from. Um but, you know, once again, once they get on the penalty, which is kind of the theme now, unfortunately, is that turnovers, they it seems like they start every power play just, you know, having trouble just getting the puck up ice, you know, whether they turn over the puck um, in their own zone, um, not winning the face off or I mean, you obviously losing the face off is, you know, a, not a turnover, but still, you know, you need, you need to do a better job. I mean, we've spoken on the last episode that, and especially at the top of the show, that you can't give a team like the Boston Bruins um, all these opportunities because, you know, we saw it in this game that they, you know, they're one of those teams that you give them enough opportunities, they're going to come back and bite you, and they definitely did that in this game. But um, the Lightning need to do a better job on the power play. Um, you know, turning over the puck to start off, power plays isn't exactly something that's going to help you in the long term. So they really need to turn that that around. Um, uh, you know, Boston feast off the, the opportunities that bought, uh, that Tampa constantly gives them. And we saw that in game one. Uh, and then, so, you know, Tampa doesn't, you know, score on that power play. Uh, and then a little shorter, a little later on, Palak gets called for high sticking. Um, I spoke on the last episode, and I just said it a couple of minutes ago, but I need to reiterate it. 
Um, we can't Tampa can't be given those opportunities, especially to one of the best power play teams in the league. So you know they they can't be doing that. I mean, you're giving, you know, it's one thing to do that with a team like Columbus, but to do that to one of the best teams in the league, the President Trophy winners, that's inexcusable. Um, now this leads up to the Marshan goal and. Last episode, I spoke about how, and I spoke at the top of the show, you know, with a lot of things with the Lightning, um, it's just a, a constant thing with this team, which uh, it's just super frustrating to see because it's, you know, it's, if we're seeing this, you know, if I'm talking about it on my show, you're definitely seeing it as well. So that means Coach Cooper is definitely seeing it. So it's just one of those things where it's, you see the mistake, fix it. Now, Throughout the entirety of Game 1, um, I spoke about this with some fellow Lightning fans after this game, but Brad Marchand being allowed to park himself in front of the net like that is just, it can't happen. Um, you're just, you know, and just doing that unchecked, whether it's Vasilevsky not maybe, throw, you know, hitting him, you know, in the back of the leg a little bit, letting him know he sees him, or, you know, one of the forwards down low, maybe just, you know, just having him try to at least fight for position down there you know him going around on the weak side doesn't help anybody um i mean it it does you know any he doesn't they we saw this a little bit now i'm getting frustrated now if you're a frequent listener to the show you know when i get super frustrated i start to you know mix my words a little bit or you know just lose my train of thought but the fact of the matter is is that you know they saw this we saw this happen in the columbus series and that's one thing but you know having a player like Brad Marchand continually doing that. And it's not just Marchand down low. It's Pasternak in the circle. It's it, These are the players that the Lightning are supposed to be on the lookout for. And it's and they've, they've seen them. We've seen them do this not only all season against the Lightning, but we've seen them do this against every other team in the league. So I, I don't understand why that's not something that should be like first on the docket of when the Lightning's, you know, come into the game. So... Um, you know, like, uh, so once again, you know, uh, we have a goal that, uh, Pasternak, um, sees Marshan down low and just gives him beautiful pass. I'll give it to Pasternak. I mean, he's one of the best players in the league. So, but Marshan's right down there. He gives him a pass. Um, and it's right off, uh, Marshan's, uh, his skates and, you know, Boston takes a two one lead. But the good thing about this, that was so f- that you know, after having to witness that, that was so frustrating because you, you and I, you know, the listener, we saw this happening in in real time. So it was like, why? I'm sitting there and I'm like, why isn't anybody picking him up? I don't care if you know the puck's on this side of the ice or on that side of the ice. You know, it's going to happen because he's been doing it all game long. And so I mean, hopefully we see a change in game three. Uh, so then, but minutes later, one of the things that I have like that I, that I've seen. Um, is the Lightning answering back in certain situations, especially after giving up maybe mediocre goals. And when I say mediocre, I mean it wasn't exactly a fluky goal, but it was one of those things where the Lightning, it was just a breakdown in the defense, and they knew it. So, you know, they they answered right back, and that was maybe some of the motivation as to why they started to pick up their their play as the game went on from there. Um, So, yeah, Tampa Bay... Answers back minutes later. Kucherov redirects a shot from Shattenkirk. Great job from point battling along the boards. If you go ahead and watch that replay, hopefully they include it. Um, points fighting off two Bruins players for the puck. Uh, he skates out um, towards the slot, finds Shattenkirk at the point, 
and Shattenkirk slings it towards the net where Kucherov is right there to, uh, you know, redirect it in past Halak, tying the game at two. So, you know, that was a good thing to see. But um, with that, I want to see Kucherov get more involved. I want to see the Lightning involve him more. Um, it's kind of troubling to sometimes have Kucherov on the ice and not even realize he's there. Uh, so hopefully, you know, they kind of change that. I mean, we've been looking for Kucherov to really start to get, you know, things going. But, you know, he's pretty much been a non-factor for the most part throughout this entire playoff. So um, the Lightning go into the, the second intermission with things tied up. So like I stated with, you know, the end of the first period, you know, it's being tied with the Bruins. You really it's really not ideal. But at the same time, I mean, it could be a lot worse, especially with the way the the lightning um you know have been playing i mean they they it could be you know i spoke in last game it could have easily been a 5-2 game but they only ended up losing that game by you know i believe a goal so you know what you got to take the good with the bad um but you know in the meantime you know what you could have done during that intermission you could have ordered up some doordash that would have been a good idea i thought of that last minute but yeah doordash is one of our new sponsors love having them uh doordash is the app that brings you food when you're craving right now right to your door ordering is easy open doordash app choose what you want to eat and your food and will be left safely outside your door with the new contact contact list delivery drop-off setting with over 300,000 partners in the u.s puerto rico and canada and australia you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash delivers, deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Now, I love DoorDash. They, I ordered from them maybe a couple of days ago, and I didn't. I was doing you know, a bunch of things at the time. So I totally forgot I even ordered the food. And then my doorbell rings, I go outside and the bag's right there. And, you know, the guys down the street waving at me, the delivery guy, you know, um, so that was great to have that. So right now our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the door, DoorDash app and enter code locked on NHL, that's $5 off your and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So I spoke about on the last episode, you know, before we get into the third period, and this is kind of something, you know, I'm not really going to sound the alarm on this yet, obviously. You know, if the Lightning maybe lost this game, Maybe we're at a threat level, midnight level, but no, we're about on a scale of one to 10 right now in terms of, you know, the lightning taking one step forward and two steps back in their play. Um, We're probably at a five and a half right now. Um, And that is large in part to do to how they, you know, they just let Brad Marchand do whatever he wanted in this game for the most part. Um, you know, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. And it was interesting to see how the Lightning opened up the third period, and that was that they were playing with some desperation. You like to see that, and they were obviously playing with that desperation and a little bit more um, urgency was because, you know, game two, you know, if they lose this game, being down two games to none to the Boston Bruins, I mean, we've already spoken in length uh, about how talented of a team they are, but 
you know, for the Lightning, who are missing one of their top players, and, you know, they've they've already learned to deal with that. But the Lightning are the kind of team, especially with the way they play and, you know, how undisciplined they really are. Um, it was really it was really important um and i think it will really can it'll really you know if we go as we go further on in the series we'll really look at game 2 depending on if the lightning are up or not um as maybe the the defining game of the series especially if the lightning are up but um obviously you know being down to nothing to a team like the Boston Bruins is, you know, that's not something you want to, I, I, I really wouldn't want to be sitting here talking about that. So, you know, good thing they won this game, but um, the bet kind of the, the, the con about playing with that kind of desperation early on in the third period, especially in a tie game was that, you know, the lightning already make enough mistakes with the puck. They already forced the issue a lot in a bad way, uh, shooting shots, but like we've spoken in length early on in the show that Boston is the kind of team that just sits and waits um, for you to make a mistake. And once they do that, they pounce on it. So nine uh, twenty, Coleman sneaks in behind the defense and Hedman finds him for a great pass. I mean, it was, we've been watching, we've been talking all season long about Victor Hedman's ability to create chances for his teammates. Um, and this was a prime example of it. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things to talk about it, but you know, he constantly reminds us of how good he is, not only on the defensive side of the ice, but as well as, you know, on the offensive side. And this was just part of the reason as to why I think he should win the Norris. Do I think he's going to? No. I think John Carlson at this point um, has it in the bag. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Coleman picks up his second goal of the game. Lightning take a 3-2 lead. Uh, great, great pass, great goal. Um you know, the I think the one contributing factor was that in this goal was that Coleman didn't really get a clean contact on the shot on the puck, which threw Halak off, and you know it was enough to get by Halak. So then a little later on, um, I think about maybe two minutes, about three minutes left, Marshan scores his second goal, pretty much identical to the one he scored earlier on in the game. Um, we already spoke about how the Lightning can't be letting that happen. I mean, it's just inexcusable at this point um part of the reason with that and this is also something that the lightning i mean the lightning let's be honest here the lightning have a lot of things they need to, to work on uh and they need to keep that in mind if they really really intend to make a deep run um and they it's just this common theme of failing to clear the puck out of the zone and you know that's just that's just something that oftentimes especially with the lightning leads the goal so Right now, at this point, Lightning fans are pulling their hair out. I was screaming and yelling at the TV. Uh, tie game here, and we go to overtime, something that we're all you know, familiar with now. I believe the Lightning have played in three overtime games thus far um, in the playoffs, and obviously two from the uh, Columbus series, game one and game five. So, you know, the Lightning, the key now for the Lightning is not only to win games, but to win them in regulation just because of you know, the Lightning have played a lot of minutes. And, you know, regardless of that, the fact that they've had all these months off to kind of recuperate from injuries, you're still, you know, you're still the wear and tear of playing, you know, these these long games, you know, it'll, it'll take effect, um, especially in the tight turnaround that the Lightning have tomorrow at 8 o'clock. I mean, they do have some time. You know, by the time this game ends, Lightning have less than 12 hours to get ready. I mean, they'll be... 
I mean, it's really probably, I want to say maybe an eight-hour turnaround because they'll probably be at the arena early on doing stuff. So, you know, you really only have a, a limited amount of time, regardless of the outcome of this game, for the Lightning to, you know, have some downtime. And that, that really, you know, believe it or not, that's very, very underrated, especially in the playoffs. So, you know, that's something to think about and keep in mind as these games go on. Uh, Over time, let's just cut to the chase. Palat picks up the loose puck after Maroon uh, gets denied on the wraparound goal. Jams it in. Game winner. Couldn't have asked it. You know, there was some time. Couldn't have asked for a better ending. Um, there were certain moments during the first couple of sequences of that play, of that OT where just the vibe I was getting from the play on the ice, I really thought Boston was going to score. And I was really going to be doing this episode uh, very much upset. So, uh, but you know what? The Lightning, even the series, not more, not, you know, best case scenario out of everything that happened from this game, especially after game one. So, uh, Lightning are going to have a quick turnaround uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock start against the Bruins, game three. Uh, they're their away team. Obviously, that doesn't matter. Um, so, and the good thing is that, you know, they don't have to, I guess, one of the positive things about this whole bubble situation and especially them playing tomorrow is that they don't have to travel far. They're just, you know, it's. I believe it's only maybe, I think they said, I've heard it's maybe 15 minutes tops from the hotel to the arena. So, um, yeah, look for the Lightning to slowly but surely clean things up. Uh, don't expect them to be a perfect team. I think the one thing the Lightning should continue from this game is to try and push the envelope. Try, you know, not so much to where you're getting called for stupid penalties, but... To the point where you're getting under Boston's skin, and you're really, you know, you're, let's start, let's start drawing some penalties here. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully they could also carry the momentum into tomorrow's game. I mean, that's one of the good things about a a, a quick turnaround such as this. So I hopefully I think I'm gonna I think uh, I haven't made a really a prediction in a while in terms of score. So um, I guess the Lightning come on top on this one, three two. Uh, pretty tight game. They've won all their games by a one-goal margin. So, you know, I don't expect, uh, especially against a team like the Bruins, I don't expect them to win big. So, yeah, uh, good win, good way to end the night. And, yeah, that's been it for today's episode. Well, tonight's episode, episode 100 of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.